Sapna Maheshwari is about to join us from the New York Times. We talked about this uh, last hour. Sapna has written extensively for the New York Times about TikTok. TikTok is massively popular in this country. You're probably on it. Your kids are on it. 100 million users. But this started with the Trump administration. And I think some people said, well, it's just the Trump administration. Just uh, certain Republicans. No, it's not. Um, This discussion about whether to ban TikTok, whether it's just state by state, because we're up to 14 states which have banned it, or just to ban it from the federal government or all across the country, has continued in the Biden administration. You have Democrats and Republicans who believe this should happen. That is a concern that the owners of TikTok are providing sensitive data from all of us to the Chinese government. The TikTok owners say, no, that is not correct. Sapna is now with us. She is on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate your time. It, it just seems to me from afar and reading stories like yourself and others that the momentum continues to build and then it's almost no longer a matter if it's a matter of when TikTok is going to be banned in this country. Is that too strong of a statement? Ooh, well, first, thanks for having me on. And, you know, I think that it's, it's not clear what's going to happen, if it's definitely going to get banned. But, you know, the fact of the matter is there is truly just a ton of outcry from lawmakers, like you said, on both sides of the aisles right now calling for a ban. And we haven't seen this before. What has caused more of the politicians and others over the last year? And a number of them I know initially when I go back and read their, they were like no comment or doesn't concern me. But now a lot of these folks up now are concerned. What has changed in the opinions of these influential senators, congressmen, and governors across the country who, as I said, at one point were downplaying it and are now all in on the ban. You know, we've really seen a cascade of revelations uh, suggesting that, you know, TikTok may have inappropriately shared data on U.S. journalists um, and and other figures um, with the Chinese government. And basically, there's, there's been a wave of reports suggesting that, you know, there may be reason to be concerned about the relationship between TikTok and its owners, which is a huge company called ByteDance in Beijing. And um, with these you know, different news reports, lawmakers have started paying attention and more and more of them have started to get quite nervous around the prospect of US data uh, being shared with Beijing. And also the idea that a foreign government is um, you know, potentially able to control what, you know, I think many of us would now call something of a culture-making machine in America. Yeah, that, that's an interesting point. Sapna Mahashwari is with us. We're talking about TikTok. She provides excellent coverage, New York Times. You can check out her work there. So update us on negotiations, because the Biden administration is now two years in. And then pick up on your story today, which you're part of it, where... I'll just I'll just read the headline. TikTok's new defense in Washington going on the offense. So it sounds like a little bit of TikTok is saying we're done with the negotiations. 
we're just going to keep moving forward. So elaborate on that. Yeah, of course. So it's really interesting. So basically, TikTok gave the Biden administration this really big, complicated plan in August. It's 90 pages, and it's all about how, you know, ByteDance will still own TikTok, but here's how we're going to protect data. Here's how you can review the way we recommend videos. Like, the U.S. government will have all this access, um, and, you know, this is how we'll reassure you that this information is not going outside the U.S. Um, we will not be influencing your news or your current events. Um, and, you know, we'll really have an arm's length relationship with China. So since August, TikTok's been waiting for a response to this plan to the Biden administration. Nothing has emerged from them. And lawmakers in that time and even college campuses are banning this app. They're criticizing it. And so TikTok has reached a point where they have suddenly decided, okay, we need to start direct, like changing our approach here. And that includes talking to you know, the New York Times about their plan directly, going on the record. They're meeting with think tanks in D.C. They're upping their lobbying spend. They're trying to brief you know, re like representatives in different states that have criticized them. And it is a totally different approach to what they were doing before, which was very no comment, like, we like trust the process. Like we trust that we'll get a response on this. It, it just seems that you know they are no longer sitting quietly and trusting the process. So a few days ago, you wrote about Auburn. This is a prominent mm -hmm. school in Alabama, and they banned it. And I mean, we're mm -hmm. talking mainly kids eighteen to twenty-four, and that is your sweet spot for TikTok. How has that played out at Auburn so far? So it's been kind of interesting. Of course, you know, it was a big announcement because, like you said, this is really the group of people that love TikTok. Um, but it's been on the campus Wi-Fi only. And so pretty much everyone I talk to is just disconnecting and going on their cellular data to keep scrolling on TikTok. And so, you know, people are definitely annoyed really about point, it. Right? <laughs> so it sounds like a ban, but it's really not a ban. Yeah, exactly. They're They're annoyed about it. But they're not really, you know, second-guessing the app. They're still finding a way to use it. If anything, it just shows how entrenched this app is in American youth culture. So from a, from a texter, um, what kind of data are we worried about? So if this access is going from the company, and the company says no, to the Chinese government, and I'm on TikTok or you're on TikTok or my producer Dave's on TikTok, what info would the government potentially be getting? So TikTok actually just confessed to doing this uh, a month ago. So they said that they no longer have access to do this. But what they actually did was uh, this summer they, they saw that some information about the company was getting leaked to journalists at Forbes and the Financial Times. And they used their data to try and figure out if any employee phones were near those journalists' phones. And that is exactly the kind of data tracking that lawmakers are freaked out about and that they have been warning about. So the company is saying, listen, like, we are deleting all that historical data. We're coming clean about the fact that this happened and so on. But, you know, for the lawmakers who are criticizing the app, this is the, like the exact thing that they feared. Last thing, Let, let's say the Biden administration, the Senate and the House, they come together and they say, TikTok's out of here. But now we have the government 
trying to be smarter than 15 to 65-year-olds on apps. And most of the time, the government looks like fools when they're trying to limit things, as you just said, in Auburn. Would they really completely shut down TikTok or would a lot of the diehards who love TikTok right now still find a way? And I'm talking just a few. I'm talking millions. Is there an uncertainty whether a ban really would end up banning TikTok in this country? You know, I mean, an action like that would be just so unprecedented. It would certainly be the story of a lifetime for me to cover if, if that happened. It's, you know, hard to conceive of just because we haven't really seen that before. Um, I will say we've seen, you know, things like Napster banned in the past. Um, and one thing I would flag is in 2020, uh, TikTok was banned in India, where it was the number one market for the company uh, because of a skirmish with the government. Um, and it still does not work there. And so I think like those are two examples to just think about as we sort of look at the future of this. Um, I mean, it's, it would definitely be a really huge deal if that happened. And we're just going to have to wait and see, you know, what what comes out of the Biden administration with this agreement. You're excellent. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll reach out again and we'll uh, keep Thank following you. your stuff. Uh, thanks so much. I want people to chime in. By the way, that's uh, Sapna Mahashwari from uh, the uh, New York Times. Uh, check out her excellent work on TikTok. Uh, I want you to text me or call me. 100 million people are on this. And by the way, it's not just my 15-year-old, by the way, he's on it. Not just my 27-year-old, he's on it. Not just my 26-year-old. Hey, Jim Pete's going to join us in a little bit. Jim Pete loves TikTok, okay? I have numerous friends who absolutely love it. It's funny. It's amusing. It is immensely powerful. Chinese government and data, we should be paying close attention to that. I would have told you, uh, Dave Aragon, a year ago, there's no chance it's going to be banned. Now, I mean, it's my opening question. I just feel like it is inevitable. And then I, I, Sapna gave such a good answer about how in India they have banned it. Because sometimes you hear these government officials talking about, you know, <laughs> things online and apps, and they, they sound like the oldest individuals in the world and, and the creative – 16 to 26 year olds are going to laugh and say, oh, yeah, sure, it's banned. I'm, I've got it right here. Do you think we're headed for a ban? And what's your concern level? I think if it's something that Republicans and Democrats agree on right now, uh, which it certainly seems to be, yeah, I, I think I'd put it over 50% that we will eventually see a ban. And frankly, I don't know why we haven't seen a U.S. company already established or a startup, just make a copycat TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good question I could ask our guest. Oh, way to go. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for doing a better interview than I did. I didn't think Your you needed concern help, level. What's that? I, said I didn't think you needed help to do the interview, but I <laughs> apparently you did. Apparently do I your did. homework next apparently time, Chad. Yeah. I'll get the I'll get new 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 policy. What questions would Dave have asked better than Chad? <laughs> long list, long long list. What is your concern level? And sorry, just saying, ah, oh, just kids are on it is a dumb response. Hundred million people are on it in this country. What's your concern level? Oh, by the way, 
Somebody's coming back to the Facebook. Somebody's coming back to the Instagram. Is it the end of the world? Is it elation? Or is it you don't care? All that coming up when we return on this fine radio station. I think we call it WCCO.